everybody. Welcome to Pale in Comparison, a proud member of the Doof Network. In this podcast, my sister uses her knowledge of the otherverse to take a look at Pact, Wildbow's least appreciated work, and I try to not give away any spoilers. I'm Jenny, and Malia convinced me to read Worm. I'm Malia, and Jenny convinced me to read everything else. This episode, we are covering Conviction, chapters 5.5 and 5.6. Before we get into that, however, I'd like to issue a spoiler warning. This podcast is filled with pale spoilers. If you don't know whether Wallace ever comes back to Kennet and don't want us to tell you, stop now, read Pale, and come back to this podcast. As for Pact, there will be full spoilers through the chapters we are covering. Woo! Did you have a good Christmas, Malia? Yes. (laughs) Wow, okay. I mean, the Christmassy parts parts of Christmas were really nice. um, Okay. But surrounded surrounding all the Christmassy parts was the fact that I had to write a paper um, mm. since I was sick. Um, my exams got pushed back and I got an extension on my paper, which meant that it was due the day after Christmas. <laughs> oh, that fucking sucks. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Technically was- it should have been due on Christmas. So she was nice and extending it <laughs> based on the extension. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a little bit nicer than cause yeah, that really fucking sucks. Wow. Um, I was wondering why you were writing a paper because I was kind of like, aren't you off? <laughs> but yeah, no. Wow. So um, so that's been stressful. But the rest of it's been nice. What about you? How was all the food? It was great. We made a lot of food, which is just me and my husband and our children, which my son is too picky to eat anything, but uh, basically baby Cheetos um, and yogurt <laughs> drops um and food pouches so that's how he gets some so it's all things that like he really should kind of move past but he just doesn't want to fucking try anything else um Mm. but he's eating so i'm happy about that uh but we made uh a bunch of food it was all delicious Mm. um and we have a lot of leftovers and we made colon skink which does not sound good in terms of the name but it's fucking delicious um, for Christmas Day. And that is a type of Scottish soup that does not have mm. skink in it. It's uh, <laughs> the name's derived like was I had to Google it before because um, I was like, where the hell uh, does that name come from? Um, hold on. I need to look this up so that people aren't just like, yeah, sure. She just like found some skink somewhere and just found it. Um, okay. So it's from originally the town of Colin. On the northeast coast of Scotland. And skink is the Scottish term for a knuckle, shin, or um, ho, who? Whatever. A knuckle or shin, whatever, of beef. So mm. most of those uh, soups were called skink. Funny enough, colon skink is made with smoked haddock. <laughs> so, uh, so not that. So not that. But it's still <laughs> called that. Because that was most of the, you know, that was, I guess, most of the soups back then. But it's basically, so it's basically a smoked haddock soup except we didn't have smoked haddock because we can't find smoked haddock anywhere in fucking texas or anything so we made it with cod that was not smoked um Mm. but it still tastes really good just not really exactly like the original but we tried was this like a thing from vitalis's year in scotland or whatever and he wanted yeah we basically went to a restaurant and picked it Mm. because it sounded like a really fucked up name (laughs) and then we actually really liked it (laughs) that's pretty much why (laughs) We're like, this soup is amazing. I didn't expect this. Uh, lovely. <laughs> yeah. But it was, yeah, we got it in some random pub or something somewhere. And it was like, this is amazing. And 
we have to write this name down hmm. and we have to try to make it. Um, yeah, it was really good. <laughs> I had that for dinner tonight. Nice. Yes, it was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. About, I don't know how skinks taste, but yeah, I know the name sounds terrible, but <laughs> the soup's great. So, and like colon also sounds bad. Colon. Well, it's Possibly not colon. Sounds worse. It's colon. C U L L E N, not colon. <laughs> like intestinal. Skink. That's what I thought. Intestinal lizard <laughs> soup. Wow, that's like even worse. Okay, yeah. I didn't realize that. No, colons like C U L L E N. I guess the first time I ever saw that was name was on a menu, so it never mm-hmm, popped into my mm-hmm, head that it mm-hmm. would sound like a colon. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, that was a lot worse than I thought. <laughs> that's hilarious. Glad to that up for everyone. I'm, I am too. I am too. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm probably not doing a great job at selling the soup, but it's honestly really fucking good. It's mm. basically like, I mean, it's like a fish chowder or something. It has like diced potato and like cream or milk and like onion and fish. And I don't know. It's just really good. That's I'll awesome. have to make it for you sometime if you come over for Christmas next year. Yay. So, yay. <laughs> but you're in Atlanta, I think. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So a little far. You guys have a lot of good food and stuff. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. The his um, where it's Ben's aunt holds a caroling party every year, a couple days before Christmas, and we went to that. And she's a really great cook, so she made like a stew and some other things. Um, and that was delicious. And she also had like a bar that somebody's like the self designated bartender, and he just stood there and made these drinks all night. Wow. And so. <clears throat> I was like, I don't know what I want. And like, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to explore gin. And so I was like, uh, what do you have that mixes with gin? And he was like tonic. And I was like, okay. And so I did a gin and tonic and I went back and I was like, I don't know what I want. And he was like, how about a Rose Kennedy? And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And so apparently a Rose Kennedy is vodka, tonic water, a little bit of cranberry juice, and I think a lime. And it's Mm. incredible. It's incredible. That sounds delicious. Yeah, because like, so like, I'm used to vodka cranberries that my friends drank in college or whatever, but yeah. they're so sweet and kind of too sad. Like, they're just way too much. But this was just like super refreshing and I could not taste the alcohol and they were very dangerous. Wow. I might and have really to try one of those. That sounds fucking great. Yeah. I'm discovering all these fun drinks. French 75s, Rose Kennedy's, gin and juice. Gin and juice does not fit with those other two. <laughs> Gin just makes everything taste fancy. I agree, but my husband hates it. It's so good. It's good. I tried to buy this gin um, the other day um, that was like had like raspberry and, cr- and blackberry in it, so it sounded really, really good. Mm. I'm not sold on the taste. I'm going to be honest. Oh, it no. tastes like very flo- like very flowery. Oh, like Ugh. perfumey. Um, yeah, not so much like the berries. Funny enough. Yeah, so I'm going to give it another chance. But yeah, yeah it was kind of like probably doesn't help that I like tried some of it straight up. But I I, I like gin. Mm. I want to know what it tastes like straight up. Um, yeah, it was not my fave. Mm-mm. No, but anyway, um, we probably should start talking about the story. So I'm going to talk about the summary <laughs> of the chapters that we wrote. Not, not that we wrote that we read. Blech. Um, so very short summary here. Blake hobbles out to Fell's car who questions if Blake has been possessed. Blake and Rose hash out a few ideas on how to defeat the demon. 
Bill drops them off at the factory where they make some preparations and Blake fails to bind the demon, barely escaping with his life. What did you think of these chapters? I'm so confused. <laughs> um, <laughs> I They were upsetting. And then it was like, wait, what? And then it was like, what? And then like, I guess they're alive and I don't know what's happening. And it's kind of refreshing. I mean, it's like, on the one hand, like, cool that... I mean, I guess this is the three-beat. The three-beat has to, like, reverse the pattern. So the first two were, like, Blake makes it out barely by the skin of his teeth. And the third one has to be, like, and then he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, he's alive, but he didn't... He didn't I mean, he win. made it, like, you know. Right, but he didn't, he didn't win. He didn't do the damn thing. It's true. But he definitely made it out. Which, yes. I'm gonna, which, honestly, given the state of him, is pretty damn impressive. Yeah. I mean, no wonder three other things apparently had to, like, cease to exist to ensure that whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know, y'all. I don't have answers this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you are going to have to have some, at least, (laughs) predictions. Um, (laughs) Speaking of which, kind of randomly, there I I don't remember when he's using those, but I remember, like, I feel like two other things that we should record for Elliot. I know that he's used, I think he's used it, I don't know if he's using it again, but we can do that. Okay, just figured, you know, I'd bring it up. All right. Cool. Well, cool. None of you care about that, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, you're gonna have to survive with, with that little snippet there, unless Malia <laughs> cuts it up, which, you know, yeah, she doesn't might. always, but, you know, we'll just see about that. Sometimes she just leaves stuff in. Um, at least I'm, I'm assuming so. How would you know? You voice. don't listen to me. Because if I were you, I'd be like, I'm not listening through this whole damn thing to do that one misspoken word that you said and might feel self-conscious about. You're just going to have to suck it up and people are going to know you're human and mis- mispronounce things sometimes. I don't know. We're all, about, we're all about the quality here. Although now it makes me want to leave this in so they can hear this whole, this whole spiel. Introspective I spiel. I know. Yeah, see? Like... <laughs> But you know, yeah. Sometimes it's it's good to know that people are just like. I feel like it doesn't take away from the quality. I think it just adds realism. You know, adds some mm-hmm. grit. You know, mm-hmm. we need some gritty, real podcasts out there that aren't afraid <laughs> to just speak your mind and just mess up the words. Okay, that's that's what I feel. That's and us. that's what we're here for. That's us. <laughs> for some reason, I feel like I've. I don't know. My own vibes, I feel like I was giving off, were like, um, uh, what's his name? That guy from Animal House. Um, oh, oh, Otter? Or not Otter? No, not Otter. He's he's too smooth for what I was thinking of. I was thinking, uh, Jim Belushi? Yeah, his character. What's his name? <laughs> Bluto. Or he had, uh... like, that big speech and was like, uh, <laughs> You know, what was that line? Like, let me see. Oh, yeah. Like, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? No, and it's not over now. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the kind of energy I'm giving off. <laughs> Which, that is a classic movie. Um, I know. Now, I want, yes. it makes me want the Doof cast to do an episode on it. All you that doof, would be interesting. <laughs> Council of Doof people, y'all should nominate it. Yes, because it is classic. It's, I mean, definitely like a little bit of 
rude, crude, and socially unacceptable. But mm-hmm. um, as were many movies back then, and as many probably will be. <laughs> but it's pretty. It was pretty funny still. Um, <laughs> really funny. <laughs> all right, we're you know we're we're all about the tangents, but let's get on to the onto the chapters. All right. Um, so we're starting. Um, Blake tries to get into Fell's car, but. Fell thinks Blake might have been possessed. Rose tries unsuccessfully to convince Blake to rest for the night and to try to deal with the demon later. Um, Blake ends up swearing not to go through with it unless Rose gives the okay. And then Fell finally allows him into the car. So so Blake is either like getting better or he's getting worse and we don't know. And I can't really tell. There's but there's a couple of points in this chapter though where Blake is like that bit of ca- anger was uncharacteristic from Rose and I'm like, "Was it because I must be reading Rose super wrong?" And then he's like, "Rose is so contrary." And then he's like, "Oh, maybe I'm contrary." I'm like, "Yeah, Blake, you're both fucking contrary. Like, what are you doing?" And so I'm like, "Okay, now those signs of like possession are those signs of him just being out of it did he just forget that rose gets pissed at him a lot like (laughs) is what is what is happening and then um yeah um i i don't know i also i don't get why fell let him into the car like how is like i can technically walk to this car my vestige is concerned about my well-being and then i show you like decapitated bird tattoos and you're like, all right, you can get in. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> After saying, like, this almost makes it worse. <laughs> right. I'm like, no, it, what? It does make it. What is going on? What are you? What is? I'm, what, I mean, what probably was like, well, this is in character <laughs> for him to get this fucked up. So I guess it must be. <laughs> it. It is. It really is. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel the, like if Blake yeah. were too put together, it almost would have been more suspicious, you know, for Fell. So. <laughs> She's just like, hello, I'm ready to do like, Okay, like, your arms are cut to hell, and you've got these decapitated birds. Okay. Yeah, you definitely did this to yourself. <laughs> I can buy that. This is definitely your MO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Fair enough, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting, because, like, the question of identity keeps coming up in relation to Blake, and, like, is he really Blake, or whatever. Um... And I don't know if this would be a good pale in comparison part or whatever, but just like, I was trying to think of when it comes up in pale. Um, like question identity in fiction really interests me or fantasy in particular, in part because like I took a class on Game of Thrones <laughs> in undergrad. Um, so <laughs> we read the first, I'm trying to remember if it was two or three. It might've only been two. Um, we read the first several books in a song of ice and fire. Um, and the professor was a grad or the instructor was a grad student, but he was a he was a medievalist. And so he spent he did an entire lecture on like all of the historical things that Martin like drew on to write Game of Thrones. Um, and my final paper for that class was about identity and about death hmm. um, and about like when characters die. And uh, like my thesis was kind of like death in A Song of Ice and Fire is not like when your body dies it's about like loss of identity um so i guess i don't need to go into a bunch of spoilers for that book series not that y'all probably don't already know um but just looking at different characters losses of identity and transformations into other characters um as death um and so 
while Bill harping on identity and is he really Blake for like the eighth time, um, it just makes me feel like we're doing something and I'm not really sure. Not sure what yet. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Do you think it would be more difficult to have a class about Game of Thrones or about the other verse? Oh, the other verse. <laughs> like more fun. Um, but which it would be more in depth, I guess, that you could dive into. Hmm, yeah. I don't well, I learned more about close reading in that class than I had in like any other class, and I was like basically an English major. Um, like there's a scene in the first book where Catelyn Stark is walking um on like a very narrow bridge thingy, and there's like one of Robert Baratheon's bastards leading her, and there's like a white donkey and it's snowing and whatever and we like read that paragraph in class like really slowly and all together and the instructor was like this paragraph is about Jon Snow and we were like what the fuck and he was like it's incredibly obvious and like proceeded to break down the entire paragraph of like there is a bastard and she's here and this is how she's feeling and it is snowing y'all it's snowing and we were like what the fuck like how fuck um, so like that class really made me appreciate those books a lot more um in terms of like actual pieces of literary whatever um and i mean you could probably do that with a lot of wild bow's work um yeah as well but being able to be like this was british history was a lot easier than being like fuck i don't know what this is (laughs) (laughs) that's true i mean he's really good at taking uh things like from literature and different myths and legends and stuff and putting them uh making them applicable uh to the story yeah. um yeah i'm i yeah i was gonna say i think the problem is he draws on so many sources like so many more sources than someone like george R. R. martin um mm-hmm. who i mean like he basically had the war of the roses like in his books and shit like that um whereas wild bow Oh god, they mentioned Kepri in here. I didn't even put that in the notes and I fucking I didn't I couldn't <laughs> think for 15 seconds. I was like, fuck. Um I was like, what is this saying? <laughs> but like he just he has so many different things to draw on. Um mm-hmm. is that a problem though, or you just mean if you're taking the class, it would be a problem? N- yeah, I just mean it it would be more difficult for me, who has trouble deciding on things, to make a coherent argument. Um, but a lot of people who mm. were like, oh, yeah, this could totally be this thing would probably have a lot more fun with it. Fair. Yeah. I don't know as much about um, A Song of Ice and Fire as you, because um, I've only really read the first book. Um, and then I kind of, I think the fir- the second book started off with like new characters immediately, if I remember correctly. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, <laughs> more people I have to keep track of. And so I couldn't get into it. That's um <laughs> It's just too many. There's just so many damn damn people. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, maybe I'll try again later. Um, it'd help if you finish the series because then I was I'd gonna feel say a you might as well wait wait until I'm so mad. Make sure it's that fine. he actually like writes it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Or at least wait until he dies and Brandon Van- Sanderson gets commissioned to finish it. <laughs> That's definitely he's gonna be commissioned, right? <laughs> I mean, It'd be a very different book series, but almost certainly. Uh, they're like oh a really long meandering like book series with 18 billion chapters and an author who's obsessed with describing food and dresses in intricate detail brandon sanderson please help us (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah all right um 
the I was thinking a lot about like I, I try to think a lot about like Blake and is Blake making the right decision and like what else could Blake do and what choices does Blake have and I feel like part of it is that I'm super deep in Blake's head and so I have a hard time noticing or being able to point out definitely like this was a bad choice is he making the right choice is this a good thing is this a bad thing and I've I've definitely defended Blake's decisions and I'm really trying to question them more I think this was a bad decision especially because I went back and I read what the whole deal is with the capturing the three dudes and like capturing the three demon thingies means that if he did it in three days, then Conquest would try to get them back into Hillsglade House. And I'm like, that would be clutch, but this is not worth not existing. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's really not worth like not taking like two days or whatever um, to something. Um, and so I was like, oh, this was just straight up a bad decision all around. And I don't want, I don't understand why Rose let this happen, but we can talk about that when we get to that part. Um, I, yeah. I mean, obviously, Blake doesn't have great options, but this does seem dumb. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a little dumb. Does seem a little dumb. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah. And then I just, I don't know. It's just, especially when he's like, oh, we should have fought this in daylight. I'm just like, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, that would have <sighs> been really fucking good. Yeah. No one, no one thought, no one. No one thought of that. No one thought like, about it. No one wanted to bring that up. No, nope. maybe and one I of the allies yeah. brought it up. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So uh, yeah, Blake actually made an oath to like let Rose decide, kind of, and she pretty much still, you know. What do you think about all that? Well, I I liked the oath. I guess I thought that was a good move on Blake's part, and I was interested in Rose. I mean, it's a little bit sad that they have to like do that in order to cooperate, but it was really heartening to see them working together and bouncing ideas off of each other. And it was like, oh, like she didn't immediately jab at me, and that was nice. And like, like I think that they're mm-hmm. they need to expect a little more kindness from each other, um, or something, and give a little more kindness because I do really yeah. like both of them, and I think that they could be really good friends or something if they kind of lightened up. But um. Mm-hmm. yeah just she shouldn't have done this and i guess like the story needed to move on or something but like mm. well, i mean maybe just like the fact that he was willing to make an oath and like made her a little bit more cooperative or like willing to you know yeah yeah i could see that as a thing yeah all right and then i forgot if we talked about this while we were recording or not but i think we did with the tattoos Mm-hmm. Okay. I couldn't remember if that was like before. Never mind. Yeah. But yeah, the tattoos look jacked up and Fells. Oh yeah, we did talk about that. Fells like, this is totally you because you look so <laughs> fucked. So welcome into my into my car. You definitely not possessed, man, because you've you definitely did this yourself. Um, <laughs> um like, that doesn't mean he's not possessed. And then he sits down and immediately he's like, Oh, this isn't just like normal sick. This is definitely like bad sick. And I'm like fuck <laughs> i'm definitely possessed sick like uh, just just with some spirits and stuff you know uh, it's fine uh, all right so on the way to this factory blake and rose brainstorm different st- strategies that involve light fire energy and creation yeah so we learned the choirs the that choirs was fun. which um i still like 
think it's kind of funny that I thought that I read, I thought that demon choirs were like a real thing. That's like how I guess good Walbo wrote that. Walbo's good. He's good. But I was just like, yeah, yeah it's totally like a thing. And then it's like, now he kind of made that up, um, which I felt They're a little cool dumb, but it's pretty yeah. cool. I like the concept. Yeah. Um, it's pretty sweet. Yeah. I think the order is really interesting. Like not the order I would have thought. Um, so there it's darkness, chaos, ruin, madness, feral, sin, and unrest. And I was like, all right, why isn't sin higher? <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like my Catholic self, but like sin should probably be the first <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> um, and then like yeah, darkness, mean- like isn't inherently evil. And like, I, I feel like they don't talk about like the unknown as much. The, Darkness as destruction was interesting because they already have ruin, you know, like the inverse of um, they were like creation. And I'm like, that's okay. And then like madness is pretty high. Uh, <laughs> and then it's like unrest. I'm like, what is that? What? Like, what that could just be mean? like, I'm uncomfortable or like, there's a horrible riot and everyone is dying. Like, yeah, I'm sure that like uh, using like, yeah, like <laughs> our hospital mattresses pretty much are like, you know, the demon of like unrest right there like yeah that's uh, like yeah ultimate discomfort like <laughs> these mattresses suck ass so thanks demons <laughs> just unrest or like i guess like not being out like on insomnia like not like the uh, like not being able to rest tension just being tense mm. when i i'm kind of afraid of flying and i used to be like really afraid of flying so much so that i like couldn't even listen to music or do anything and i would just like sit there with my like hands on my thighs and my thighs would be like clenched like tense for the entire like six hour flight or whatever it was to get from hawaii to anywhere and that sucked (laughs) that does suck because i never had a problem with that like at all so i don't i'm kind of wonder where you got that because you would have thought that, like, after years and years of having to fly places, you would have gotten more used to it. But Well, and it's um, weird because I didn't have a fear of flying when I was little. I thought it was real fun and cool. Like, just, like, randomly, yeah. I was like, what if I die? <laughs> and then I what if I die? able to shake it totally. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I the, mean, like, fact that you can't control it and you're, like, so high up and just, like... <laughs> that's fair. But, I mean, planes are pretty safe for the most part, though. Yeah. But yeah, no, fair enough though. Uh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and they're talking about the demon, and it's like the first choir. I'm like, that sounds like a huge deal. Um, and then they're like, yeah. And then Blake's like, wait, is it darkness or was it something different? I thought I heard something different from somewhere else. And I'm like, did you hear something different? <laughs> like, am I not remembering something? It's been a while. Is that something that like an ally said? But how could it? retroactively change that memory ah. <laughs> uh so um uh so what do you think about like their strategies that they kind of went over um i think <laughs> i mean i liked the brainstorming session but it was also like let's set things on fire wait no fire burns out really fast and also it could hurt people and then their main thing was just like throwing gasoline <laughs> And I guess that, that wasn't like you know the the idea. And I guess gasoline burns longer than I think it does. Um, but I was just like, that's yeah. silly. Um, because I'm thinking of those gasoline bubbles that PMAC used to do, and those would be like gone. But thinking about like TV depictions of 
gas burning on the ground. I don't know if I remember the gasoline bubbles. You don't remember the gasoline bubbles? No. Maybe they were propane bubbles. Maybe this makes a lot more sense now that I'm thinking about it. Describe them so that also the listeners have a clue. I don't think it was gasoline, y'all. I'm sorry. I think it was propane. And I think, so he had this thing, our our math and science teacher in high school. (sighs) There was this like metal tuby thing and it went to the to the end of a thing very and descriptive it, and he'd hold he'd hold it up right and oh and there'd be a um somebody would hold out a meter stick and there was a piece of paper taped or like like tied to it and that would be lit on fire and, <laughs> and the person would be holding it out like really far away from them under the thing and like this bubble would happen so like it was like this bubble would happen out of the big metal thing and it <laughs> would Malia. slowly fall. Wait, it would slowly fall and it would touch the flame and it would go Poof! in this big... I can't believe you don't remember this. Okay, uh, l- let me just tell you. Do you remember I'm the static sh- electricity machine? <laughs> you don't remember the static electricity I don't remember machine? that. But, okay, let me just tell you. I think I do kind of remember the bubble thing, but it had nothing to do with your explanation because as someone who's seen that before... That explanation did not do it. <laughs> there was it a did big not. bubble and it fell on fire and then it burned. <laughs> and then there was a static electricity machine and I don't understand this. This one was weird. So it was like you touch it and then you touch people and it would like zap them. And then they did this thing that was real horrible where they made a chain. So everyone was standing on these plastic oh, I do remember bin that. lids holding hands and it it got worse the more people that were in the chain or whatever. And so then the person at the end like slapped someone or whatever, and they shocked them, but it also shocked everyone throughout the entire fucking chain. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was weird. I remember in eighth grade, I think like the first time we met PMAC, but like when I was in eighth grade, someone had like some kind of like a Cosmo or something like that that they were reading. And he Mm -hmm, just fucking mm -hmm. took it and set on fire and threw it in 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 the trash can. It was a metal trash can. And just kept going on with the class. And I was like, all right, I guess that just happened. Like, I feel like, uh, uh, you know, in some places you might get in trouble for that. But uh, it just didn't. I mean, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> yep. He um he really loves the Red Sox. And someone had taped a poster of Aaron Rodgers, the like Yankees guy, to his board, to the chalkboard in one of his classrooms. <laughs> and he lit it on fire while it was on the chalkboard. And it... <laughs> Her, it fucked up the chalkboard pretty bad and so he had like something in front of it for like the rest of the <laughs> to be like to hide it from the administration it was pretty good yeah uh, those are the days <laughs> those are the days <laughs> um all right but yeah so gasoline interesting um i really liked the neon light idea of getting someone to like make a neon lit diagram and I'm just imagining zen. them like dragging it out there and having some like generator or something to like power the thing. <laughs> just like standing it like Zed. If Zed was gonna find this demon, he would have that. <laughs> I feel like I could see that. Uh, and fucking Phil. Like I feel like Phil oh, actually kind of likes them against his best wishes. Better adjustment. Yeah, yeah because he's just like <laughs> I would be offended on behalf of practitioners everywhere and I'm like you're funny like this is fun and he gives Rose like advice to like be nice to Blake later it was just like ugh I love him so I'm like yeah which I don't even I don't know if I'd say he likes them exactly more than he's just like a decent person yeah, even that's if fair. it doesn't seem like it all the time but yeah yeah um 
Yeah, I'm glad he gave Rose that advice because it's like, holy shit, you know that every time you like are slamming him down or almost game saying oh him, you're God, I hurting know. him, right? Like, <sighs> but she did better, I think, after that yeah, advice she was given, at least. So it was like, geez, but like, for being smart, being pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, they both have definite blind spot weakness things. Mm hmm. For sure. But yeah. Um, the car battery thing was funny too. I'm like, what are you going to do with a fucking car battery? I guess that was for the lightning. I was like, what is, um, (laughs) yeah, I, yeah. Um, yeah. But before we move on from this section, I wanted to say the whole, like the other versus English class, um, was interesting. And I liked it a lot in terms of like, there aren't clear answers. Um, it's a whole lot Mm -hmm. of symbolism. It's a whole lot of like what you can justify and what like makes the best story kind of, um, and if a bird does the podcast they were talking about doing, um, I think that'd be a really interesting place to start, um, is that passage and talking about how the other verse is about literary interpretation and stuff as like a foundation for understanding the whole system. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I always, I feel like I tend to want to understand the rules more and i tend to be like totally thrown off when he introduces like a new type of practice or a new type of other or whatever because i'm like looking for the like intricate rules and like there are rules but it's also like this guy can manipulate words and shit and that's a whole power <laughs> like i don't know it's 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 awesome yeah that's yeah, pretty cool yeah all right next part fell drops blake off at the oil factory um, he proves that he can get out of the car and carry the gas canister all the way to the clearing or edge of the woods um, by cheating. Uh, Blake and Rose talk about how to defeat Conquest and Poos, and then they prefer, prepare for the factory demon. There's got to be something with the whole, like, this is an oil factory and they choose gasoline and fire to do the thing, right? I mean, I guess it's like oil's black and sticky and gross and dark. Which fits the aesthetic, and I guess oil's nemesis is fire, so maybe fire was even, like, really good. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> like, it's just so hard. It's hard, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just interesting. Um, and yeah, and so they get out of the car, or he he's about to get out of the car, and it's like, Blake, are you ready? Like, whatever, whatever, and like, is this gonna change if we wait? Because, like, yes. 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 Yes, 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 yes. Like... <laughs> like eight hours of sleep would probably really help you out what if you could get a big fucking chain and superheat it what if you could find a tesla coil what if you could just like break a hole in the roof so that sunlight could come in right get your art friends who hopefully don't hate you i'm really worried about that they keep being like they probably hate me now and i'm like "Eh." but go get your art friends fucking like spotlight equipment and be like which way i am um but really perfect. Do you but think there were ways to make spotlight equipment? Yeah, he's like a he's like a roadie to set up for their shows. But like enough spotlight equipment? I feel like he might have to rent some shit too. But sure, know. sure. But, but like but a spotlight yeah. would be helpful. Might have helped. <laughs> it's kind of hard to eat stuff if you can't if you're like outside the the area. I'm I'm guessing. It'll, they love, kept the spotlight outside and shown it through the windows. Yeah. I feel like it may not have eaten it, you know? Yeah, I feel like they should have, like, like broken a big hole through the top and been like, we're fighting you in the daytime and something. Um, 
And yeah, just at this moment, I'm like, Rose, why aren't you being like, like, I'm surprised Rose didn't think about the daytime since she was the one who was like, let's postpone. And like, I almost feel like she felt pressured into this because Blake was like being Mm -hmm. nice or something. And so she was like, well, I want to be nice and not be, you know, whatever. Yeah. But maybe she didn't want to like test him. And she was like, oh, you did carry the thing all the way there. So maybe you're okay. But it was also like, Blake, you shouldn't have fucking cheated. I guess she didn't. She didn't technically say he couldn't use practice. She just said he had to carry it over there. So he did. Right, but the point was to see if he could do it. And I guess, like, but his mind did, was there enough to draw a thingy or whatever. But, but it's also, like, you're really using up your power to draw that. Yeah. I mean, maybe Rose was, like, wanted to be convinced because facing conquest without whatever is bad. And she wants to be on the best footing and something, something. But it was just, like... And I mean, like, the story is better served by them going and doing the thing. It just doesn't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I guess also, like, they're contrarian. And so if Blake was like, I'm doing it, and she was like, no, you know, that's a lot easier than Blake being like, all right, literally, whatever you say, make the right decision. And Rose having to be like, fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was also like, so this was the logic. So from what I understood, right, like, there's Poos, who's not a demon. He's almost, he, you know, he's, he's a thing, but he's not he's a man. demon, right? And then there was the goblin who was, like, really, really scary and eating people. And then there's this, like, not a demon. abstract yeah. demon thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then in that ranking order, they're putting Conquest below Poos. And so they're mm-hmm. like, Poos was real hard. Conquest is really hard to deal with. So let's go deal with this, like, fucking horrifying abstract demon shit. Because we're obviously ready for that when we're worried about conquest. Like, what? <laughs> and then they're like, okay, like conquest. And they're like, we need to make, we need to like shore up conquest so that Pooh doesn't just fucking obliterate him immediately. And I'm like, that's a lot. I don't, I, uh, what was the plan? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, um, I think they were both a little bit pressured by the time limit and rose wanted to you know work in good faith you know with blake because he was kind of trying um bad choices were made yeah (laughs) but they but you know oh we'll we'll get there but (laughs) um yeah they i know they yeah 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 so i feel like i also i should have gone back and read when they talked about the demon with the knights but like I don't understand the, like, don't look at it thing. Um, I don't really remember what that's about. And also, I kept thinking that Blake was looking at it because he describes it in detail and stuff. But I guess it was real big uh, and peripheral vision or something is fine. Yeah, I'm kind of, like, thinking of it as kind of like, not quite, but kind of like the basilisk Hmm. in Harry Potter. I mean, not to where, like, you only have to look in the eyeballs, but, like, yeah, where it's kind of like, you can't look straight at it. But yeah. Yeah. Um, and it made it scarier and it hyped up the tension more and it made it interesting with, I don't know, you know, the different aspects, but it was just like, it was hard to figure out what was happening. And I kept feeling like, wait, aren't you looking at it? Are you not looking at it? And then the whole like sentences where he's describing things that he's not fully describing because the thing that he's describing is not, has never existed or whatever anymore. That was also really hard. (laughs) Interesting though, right? Like, yeah um yeah i mean we're not there yet but that yeah Ugh. um i just continue to love evan and blake 
Rose is like, don't be a jerk, Blake. And Evan's like, he's not. When Blake's like, I'm not. And I'm just like, Evan understands you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> he would never be a jerk to you. Um, And just like, Blake loves birds and he's a birder. And that was all really nice. And he was like, Evan, don't go in there. And I'm like, good job. Because at first I was like, Evan's probably useful. But then I was like, thank you for telling Evan to not. And then Evan like didn't until he really needed to. And like, that was all sweet. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all look out for each other. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, and then he's like, oh, my legacy. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> like, I get that you maybe don't have a lot else going on in your life or whatever, but if you are dead, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Or if, you, like, yeah, if you're dead or you don't exist or whatever, it does not matter. Yeah. And I mean, I guess the thing is he just really wants to, like, still exist. He wants to make a dent. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I get that, but he just, yeah. Oh, my God. And then when he's like, hey, Rose do you think your parents are going to miss you? And she's like, my fake parents who don't exist. And he's like, yeah. And she's like, yeah, of course they'll miss me. Why? Like, what do you mean? Why? (laughs) It's obvious that Blake doesn't think his parents will miss him. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) You didn't need to ask that. (laughs) Damn it, Rose. Isn't that hard? I mean, (laughs) I guess it is. You know, some of this, like, some of this stuff, it, Yeah. (laughs) I guess it is hard. Because, like, yeah. she, I mean, she's still, you know, they they still are like, oh, like, he's the male version of me. She's the female version of me. And so maybe it's just hard to, like, be like, oh, like, she his parents are. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't get it. She doesn't get it. <sighs> I know. Poor Blake. So uh, he basically throws a wreath inside and gets inside of it draws a diagram with gasoline and a torch and hear the demon circling around him it's like kind of the start of it at least um and then rose starts trying to talk to bind or work on binding the demon which nice try (laughs) yeah she's really good at the whole words and stuff and i think it was really funny when blake was like I don't remember what the word was, but he's like, wow, if I heard words like that and I was a demon, like, I'd be intimidated. And I was like, yeah, this is so good. <laughs> this is so cute. I love you both. Um, and I was impressed that Blake could remember the Barbatorum diagram from looking at it like yeah. twice. Um, that was cool. Um, it would have been real cool if it worked. Would have been so demon cool. Noticed. <laughs> uh, um, yeah it's just all, it's real spooky just, it's, it's real, real spooky. spooky the yeah. whole like um the, the guillotine mouth and the 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 arm thingies and the spider thingies and the dragging things and just like oh it's a lot there's a lot it's fucking creepy yep. um so yeah the demon consumed a ton of stuff including at least three possible allies that they can't remember um rose attempted to bind the demon and he ate most of his name before they could hear it, which, what a loophole. <laughs> you know? Like, he's like, oh, I'm technically giving it to you, but I'm just eating the, the sound or eating, the, you know, eating the words as they come out. Uh-huh. <sighs> which is so rude. Um, It's rude, yeah. And like that, and then the whole, like, also it can, like, challenge me to a contest of its own choosing to not have to tell me its name. And I'm just like, wow, the Kenneteers think that the system is fucked. Like, they should be Diabolus. Like, my god. <laughs> they should not be Diabolus. <laughs> I mean, okay, they should talk to a Diabolus and then be like, wow, your life sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like, on the one hand, like, the system is like, when you're a Diabolus, it's like, oh, everything you can get that subjugates others 
i.e. demons, is good. Yeah. <laughs> but it sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. It sucks. <sighs> um, <sighs> but yeah, the the first time I was reading it, I do that thing in action where I'm like trying to get through it so that I can figure out like what's the outcome kind of a thing. I have a hard time imagining action scenes. And this one was particularly hard, but there were moments where I was like, is Blake wrong? Am I wrong? Is the text wrong? Um, Because it's like, it bit down on something. And I'm like, is it biting down on itself? Is it like eating itself? And then explicitly it was like, not on itself. And I was like, what does that mean? And it was like, there was red blood now. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, it was just a lot of like, are there other things? Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Wait, what is going on? Yeah. And so I didn't get it until he was like, yeah, the allies. But I was proud that I understood something. (laughs) Yeah. I think part of it is like, you know, getting you to feel the same confusion he's feeling too because he's like you know right i was i was thinking about like when does this narration take place slash like does the narration take place in the present but it retroactively like it it erases things that the demon has erased so they never exist in the narrative or does it only erase them a certain amount of time um because like that's super interesting and yeah helps Mm -hmm. with the confusion and kind of the numbness at not have really feeling a sense of loss. But like, I was like, what if we had gone in with all these other people or whatever and like known for sure that like these people died and now they're not here anymore? Like, would would we have felt it more? But like, it's not the point. And it was just such an interesting choice to do it this yeah. way. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how did Blake know that one of them was a goblin? And like, what's going on? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think he... Uh, yeah, I like... I mean, I really liked how... Um, I like this writing choice mm-hmm. because it like, I mean, I feel like it's an unusual choice mm-hmm. um, and it's pretty cool. Cause it's like, Oh, this is like what this protagonist is actually feeling like right now. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, it's just interesting. Cause it had to, I mean, depending on how far back it erases things or whatever, um, it, it impacted our experience of reading the whole time. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, part of me thinks that this is Dick Swizzle, because, like, what other fucking allies did they have? But on the other hand, if it was, like, if it if these characters have been erased throughout the entire narrative, um, that's fascinating. Um, True. And makes, because at the end, I was, like, the second time I read it, I was, like, oh, fuck, did it somehow get Rose? Because Rose isn't mentioned at the end. But also, he, mm-hmm. you know, like, if that sticks with the rule of erasing things through the whole narrative, then Rose is fine. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I think she's okay. I mean, he, yeah, I don't know. Um, um, it's, it's just weird. Like, I don't know. There's a chance we might never find out. And I really hope we find out something. But if no one knows that these things ever existed, um, it might be difficult. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to, oh, I should have gone, I should have paid attention to it. I don't remember if he thinks about lighting the gasoline or what he lights it with, because that would be a clue as to, how things are erased um i guess i could go look it's true um so he's drawing it yeah no he doesn't mention what he does to light it that's fascinating um because it just says it only took a second to get the diagram burning but he doesn't say like with what or how what he used yeah mm-hmm. Hmm. okay yeah, there could be something to that um yeah, but this was, like, scary and good. I thought it was cool that they, like, Rose and Blake thought of the demon as their gender. <laughs> yeah, interesting, right? I was going to yeah. ask you about that. Um, I don't think I thought of, I think I thought of it as a he or maybe an it or something. Don't think I thought of it as a she. 
And <clears throat> I don't know. I feel like it's saying something more about Rose and the Thorburn line of women um, and, and Blake and being a boy. I don't know. It just like when I'm talking to my boyfriend, he tends to default to describing things and people and future children and whatever as boys, which bothers me. Um, but I feel like mm-hmm. when I think about future children, I tend to think about girls. And I don't know if like there's something to the fact that like it's just Jenny and I and our family and like Ben is sort of an only child. He has half siblings, but um, or if it's like, I don't know, like if it's based on our gender, or just what we grew up with. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Because like I'm trying to think when I had Miko, um, I feel like it was a lot easier to think of. Yeah, because before I had Miko, I, I kind of, if I would think of children, like future children and stuff like that, or um, things in that manner, I probably, I would think of girls as well. Um, but I mean, after having Miko, I'd think of boys as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It is. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think uh, his or her name was? <laughs> or, uh... Is there, Ur, like, a demon, like, Ur. Like, I think there's, see. like, a, a, there's, like, a Uriel or an Uriel that's, like, an angel, or according to something. Um, that'd be hardcore if it was that fallen. Uh, I feel like I shouldn't be looking up demonic stuff on my <laughs> computer, but, but, you know, it's from, yeah, Uriel. Uh, it's not still not a very long name, but, um, so... Archangel of Wisdom. She's an archangel, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, she's not. Demonless. Kind of the opposite. Uh, Unless Wildbo was like, ha ha ha. <laughs> like, ha! Angel of Wisdom. <laughs> um, Demonic Paradise Wiki. So it's kind of, they have a wiki for everything, man. <laughs> it's like, dang. They really do got, like, demon. Um... Well, nothing's popping up on that, unfortunately. What the hell is that one? It's Nyarlathotep. 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 There's some. There's some names. Uh, I'd be very interested to see what that like. What the, that was supposed to come from, though. Like mm-hmm. what the name was supposed to be. Um. So Blake basically goes through a bunch of stuff with this demon um and manages to escape lots of help from evan barely escaped with his life and yeah existence (laughs) exactly basically is still he still exists so yay yeah i was super proud of blake for being like no let's leave (laughs) um i was i was also proud of rose for being like okay let's press on but I was yeah. really proud of Blake for being like, let's let's fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. I know that's that's when we you tried. know shit's really bad. You know? When Blake is and Blake's saying like, we maybe need to get we out should of here. <laughs> yeah. That's when you know it's it's real bad. Um and I I wonder if it's like Blake doesn't know what he's doing or there's not as developed of a bond or whatever. And I mean like Snowdrop and Avery, I don't think can literally read each other's minds. Um Whereas like he did understand, like, oh, Evan says we should leave or something. Um, but I expected a little bit more communication or something between them, um, once I was thinking about it more. Um, like how Avery feels Snowdrop's presence more 
as opposed to like, what was that? Oh, it's more familiar, weird. And like, oh, I see the connection thingy, not like, oh, I can literally tell where he is without thinking about it yeah. or whatever. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Um, but very proud of Evan saving his boy, very proud of Blake preventing Evan from getting eaten. <laughs> yeah. Um, also proud of Blake for I mean, Blake is just so good, but like going and risking himself to make sure that Rose got out of a window like faster. Um, although she might get totally fucked up if he gets got, so maybe he shouldn't have necessarily done that. Also, he should have probably been like, this is what I'm doing now, Rose. Um, but yeah, um, the whole like 50 feet, like it just, I don't know, real good, real drama. Uh, also like, I'm going to pick up this demon arm, I guess. Hopefully that's helpful. I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Creepy, 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 creepy. Um, yeah. I mean, it's. I feel like if anyone could make use of it, probably diabolist, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, what? This is supposed to be like a moderate demon, is that right? Like minor to moderate. Yeah. Well, I was like fascinated by like again just thinking about poos and this thing and Barbatorum. Like, I don't remember. I don't think Barbatorum's like. Uh, God, what is its name? Uh, Ornias or whatever. Like, I think Barbatorum's maybe like moderate E or something. Um, but yeah, it puts it. Things are scary and bad. I do think though that like, I mean, I guess they did go in with more allies. Um, so that wouldn't have necessarily helped. But I think like a bit of a break and recuperation and plan and resources would have made this a lot more doable. Yeah, like I think they could have done this. Do you think they're going to go back and try again? Or do you think that they're just going to be like, or what do you think is going to happen with conquest? Uh, it, if any of this is going to be a bold and specific prediction, I'll save it. But till we get to that part, but yeah, let's save it. Okay. Cause I had a lame bold it. and specific prediction that I already sort of said. So, yeah. all right, we'll save it. Um, all right. So I, I saw you put a little bit of a note on the next chapter. I think that'll we be didn't my bold and specific yet. prediction. Okay. I'll all turn right. that well, into, yeah into your okay well let's go to our pale in comparison section um which you hilariously (laughs) typed when was the time the can of tears fucked up this bad honestly i can't remember when (sighs) i feel Um, like nothing quite goes quite this bad for them although probably i mean i guess oh wait charles yeah charles (laughs) yeah i have to (laughs) just the whole (laughs) That was probably worse. That was worse. Okay. With Charles, you think it's worse? Um, I mean, I guess three people, three things, no, three people no longer exist. That's pretty bad. As far as we know. That's of, worse. At least. Right. It's pretty bad. Um, so in that way, it's worse. But I feel like this is conquerable, whereas Charles has like far reaching implications for all the shit. What do you think? Okay. <laughs> I can't tell you. When did they fuck up in a time comparable to this? That I don't think there's a... T- well, I mean, on one hand, they survived. So I have to give the, like, a big win. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't really compare demons to it's anything. like the kind of tears have survived every time. <laughs> they have. Um, I mean, that's the thing. The odds are incredibly stacked against them, and they did a relatively good job. But, like, this is pretty bad. <laughs> I think the I Charles the- thing is a good compare. Like, is a fair Raph comparison. Raph was pretty bad. Raph, um, 
shooting John and almost shooting them and all Anything that. Anything that they've had with the witch hunters have been pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Um, yeah, that's pretty bad. I still don't know if I... Well, I mean, just this... Yeah, with as bad a shape as, like... It, well, I don't know. It's, it's hard to compare them exactly, because, like... Um, the stakes were much higher for the demon stuff, and Blake was in much worse shape, but he still got out of it. Um, yeah, those other things with the witch hunters and all that, um, they were in much better shape. Um, they have witch much more power demons. and allies. <laughs> what was that? And, yeah, witch, witch hunters, hunters aren't demons. Exactly. Um, well, so- who knows? Maybe Blake and Rose have had like 30,000 people helping them this entire time, but we didn't and we'll never they know. all got <laughs> eaten it's possible we'll just never know yeah like, that sucks <laughs> feel like where's blake's family oh you're like he had a really 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 big family he actually was one of like 13 siblings and and they were all super great <laughs> they're all great people and that's why they all i all offered to help blake with this demon and they all got eaten so all he was left with the really shitty ones that were selfish and terrible people uh, um, yeah <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask actually like um, in terms of like comparing uh, Blake getting filled up with the spirits um, to and we might have talked about this before but I feel like it still kind of applies a little bit um, comparing him getting filled up with spirits to like Nicolette or even mm-hmm. like um, Matthew hmm that's interesting. I didn't think about Matthew. Um, Cause I, I was thinking also like Verona, like I feel like Matthew Verona mm-hmm. are more, you know, it's intentional. Um, they know yeah. the spirit they're dealing with and having enter their body and they, you know, communicate and have this like working relationship. Whereas Nicolette, it seems like she can't control it. She can like mitigate it and she can like, she has mm-hmm. the filter hair pieces, but when it was first happening, she didn't know what, what was going on. And I, it doesn't seem like she, like, sends them out to do badass shit the way that the other two do. And I think Blake's are going, mm, maybe not. But I, I think Blake's is going to be more like Nicolette's, especially at first. Okay. Um, yeah, I could see that. I think I agree. Yeah. All right. Now, let's go to Malia's bold and specific prediction. Woo! Or predictions, possibly. <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe predictions. Because, so, I put... I think the goblin was Dick Swizzle, um, which is not that exciting, except that doesn't go with my theory that the things that were eaten in this chapter have not existed in this narrative, mm-hmm. um, in which case, yeah, Dick Swizzle, <laughs> not dead. Um, so that was my like kind of boring one. I guess um, I was trying to think about what... So I know the next chapter is an interlude. It's a histories interlude. I saw that at the bottom of mm-hmm. the thing, and I was like... I feel like so like I feel like the three points of view I'm thinking are conquest fell and the Sphinx. Um okay. part of me is thinking that like we're gonna s- I mean it's hard because these ones aren't quite the same as most wildboat interludes. Um because <clears throat> the history is like a backstory and like maybe has a slight current aspect. Um, but I guess I'm just go- I- I'm expecting us to see something about Pooh's escaping or whatever. Um, and so I was thinking maybe like conquest and then Pooh's escapes and needs him. And we're like, Oh fuck. Um, or fell. Similarly, we see Pooh's escape or the Sphinx. I guess like, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, okay. 
is you should like write Blake those- is down for your <laughs> prediction tracker that we're going to update someday. <laughs> Just saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I was, I'm imagining like Blake is in the in the in the snow. And he's like, oh, fuck. And then we're like, flash over to these people. And we're like, oh, fuck. Because I don't know what time it is, but I'm assuming it's like midnight or whatever. Hammer time. Do that too. Do, do, do. Um, thank you for that. Um, okay. Well, just to ask, because I asked us earlier and then I said we'll save it for the prediction part. Do you think they're going to come back to try to tackle this demon again? Yeah. Okay. Do you think um, they're going to succeed? or? I think based on... Okay. Based on the rules of this narrative... Everyone that we know exists that for that from what I'm guessing so far, everyone that we know exists dies after Blake. Um, so either they succeed, or this is the thing they face at the very end of the story, and Blake gets eaten. Um, and then there's no more story. Very last thing, and then there's no more story. Um, so I think that they'll face it again because Blake is stubborn and wants to live up to Evan's his promise to Evan. Um, right. And I think they're gonna beat it because i don't think this is the big bad at the end of the story okay what do you think is the big bad at the end of the story (laughs) i mean i still think that there's a big demon buried under the house all right okay i like it i forgot about that that that's what it has uh, a tail tail. (laughs) i mean how can you argue with that what kind of demon Uh. do you think it is what, from oh, what we know choir the choirs now. Oh, exactly. You know the choirs now. So, well, see, I was gonna say darkness because it's like the first choir and therefore the scariest or whatever. But we've already done a first choir and like fuck that. So mm. maybe it's like unrest. Maybe it's something like oh, this is actually scary. Where did I list them out? Okay, maybe like this is why the foundation in this house sucks because it keeps cracking because of all the unrest. <laughs> see, I feel like that'd be ruin. Um. That's fair. Maybe chaos. Chaos would be cool. I just sort of imagine at the end, like, <clears throat> I imagine it's like a quirky adventure comedy where there's like Blake and Evan and Maggie and we're in Jacob's Bell and we're running through the streets and everything's on fire and we got to like deal with the shit. So chaos would work. <laughs> quirky adventure comedy. Huh? Or ruin. I don't know. Quirky I mean, maybe we'll double comedy. up on. Um, you need to write demons, some of these, but we have it so far. Because, <laughs> like, I feel like these are good predictions. <laughs> um, uh, uh, the quirky adventure comedy. That's just. I mean, it's either because it's so on point, it's amazing, <laughs> or the other way. And I'm not going to tell you which one, but it's still great. <sighs> I'm just, so it's it's like there's something in my mind that I'm trying to remember. Where it's just yeah, there's all the chaos and they got to kind of split up and they're going to meet back up and it's all what? What kind of <laughs> chaos? I guess I'm like, what do you think a chaos demon's going to be doing? Like, like oh, they're I'm going to throw like crazy quirky weather or oh my goodness, like maybe Mariska wants to become a chaos demon. She's just like fuck it, let's ruin shit. <laughs> Um, why yeah, would chaos, anyone want to uh, become a demon she doesn't want to be a fairy <laughs> it doesn't seem that bad for the demons like, chaos do you, doesn't seem that bad you mean or like well like like the I, I think they're having an okay time I don't think Poos is like wow I hate this I think Poos is like yeah dead animals oh, you, mean the, the, you think the demons are having a good time yeah okay 
It's an interesting take. So like, so you're like, Marissa is going to like this because. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I, that's a new one. So. It's all about your point of view. <laughs> um, well, we're going to have to, is this going to be like the next question? Like last week was like, what Pokemon, you know, where it was this other, like what kind of demon would this other be if they had to become a demon? Um, maybe I, I had a question that I thought was okay, but not quite as fun. We can think about it. Okay. Speaking huh. of, shall we talk about last week's discussion question? Yes, let's talk about last week's discussion question. Um, which was if you pick a character from Pact or Pale, if they were a familiar, what Pokemon would they choose as their animal form? Um, and we had some very passionate people. Mm-hmm. Um some people who know their fucking Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um uh some that we just have a bunch of bullet points. Because they just listed a bunch of people. We're just going to um, list. <laughs> which, yeah. Um, so, yeah. In fact, like, yeah. Let's. We'll, we'll just start going through a couple of them. Um, I'm going to read the, these first two, Malia. And then I'm going to have you read the third one. Because <laughs> okay. you have a special way you're going to read it. Okay. So, Captain Rhino says, um, Cherry Pop is a Magikarp. Um, which says, hilariously autocorrect did the spelling on that um but which i feel like now i don't know how to spell magikarp there you go magikarp okay cherry pops a magikarp but if she does um enough cursed rock weightlifting she turns into a gyarados which i like next is a bara watt which Uh, i don't know if that's it's a wheel of time thing ah okay it's the last name of a character. I was like, time, and then what? Hey, Barra, what? 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Hey, Barra, wheel of time. Um, this doesn't exactly fit the prompt 100%, but Lucy would have a Fennekin as a Pokemon. Which are um, super cute. I had to Google a lot of these, and I like that one. Yeah, I had to Google a lot of these. I'm like, I'm not up to date on my Pokemon as much as I used to be, I gotta say. Nope. But all right. Next, Malia is going to read Violet Faith um, in the style of the Pokerab. I don't remember how the beginning goes. I mean, it's just the style of it. You know, it's not going to be exact, but it's just going to, it has the essence of the Pokerab. Yes. All right. Miss is a frost slash John, Arcanine, Edith, Chandelier, Marissica, Venomoth, Big G, Sawsbug, Toad, Swallow, Swallot, Cherry Pop, Fungus, Snowdrop, Spinda. With the ability contrary. <laughs> and then from Pact, Flake is Staraptor, Evan is Starly, Rose, Roserade, Maggie Holt, Sandit. Nope. Maggie Holt, Sandit. Laird, Aegis Slash, Duncan, Hypno, Sandra, Espeon, Johannes, Dragonite, Conquest, Tyranitar. I'm actually pretty impressed you didn't stumble too much. <sighs> yeah. I, yeah I so practiced. that was pretty good. Um, I got to also sh- that. shout out. To the Staraptor Starly duo of Blake and Evan, that is so perfect and so cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. What is Staraptor? It's the final form of Starly. Ah, that is pretty cute. And it has a mohawk. (laughs) And has a mohawk. It's pretty darn cute. It's so cute. (laughs) 
All right. This works out perfectly because we actually have another person Malia can read <laughs> that is also like that. But first, I'm going to talk about Napon Eagle. Talked about the trio. Um, said Verona is a Smeargle. Avery is a Sylveon. Said that's not a perfect pick, but they don't know enough Pokemon for a different answer. And Lucy is a Ninetales. And what makes that even more perfect is that according to the Poke Wikipedia, Ninetales is a very vengeful Pokemon that has been known to curse those whom, who mistreat it. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. <clears throat> All right, Malia, keep going. And then Zach Defense. Well, Zach Defense has a little bit of explanation. Explanation. So I don't know how yeah. Rappy, this is going to be, but that's that's fine, I guess. Yeah. Um, Avery is Talonflame, strong, fast, but needs support from a team to set things up for her and keep her safe, or she falls apart. Lucy is Gothitelle. Um, gets shadow tag that makes you so you can't switch Pokemon, which kind of invokes like arena imagery. Um, Verona, Garchomp, uh, strong and intimidating. And then Marlin, Shedinja, Nina, Rotom, Snowdrop, again, contrary Spinda. (laughs) Toad Swallow is Orangaroo, Matthew, Pukumuku. Pukumuku? Pukumuku. Pukumuku. The little... It looks like a little uh, sea urchin, sea urchin thing, because it Almost. looks unassuming. But what the fuck is coming out? <laughs> um, Dreg is Mariani, Marini, 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 something. And then Talia is Pikachu, so that her doll can be Mimikyu, which is. <laughs> um, and then Evan, despite being a bird, is a Phantup, which is literally the ghost of a child that got lost in the woods and died. It's a pretty dark Rip. Pokemon. <laughs> Like, damn. It's also super cute, but it's also super sad. It is, but it's, holy crap. Way to be depressing. Um, <sighs> um, and then Jarl Zarl, which is a great name, on Discord. <laughs> um, I was going to give Ribs Houndoom, but since you already stole that for John, I'll go for Flareon instead. Also, Bitter Street Witch is Zatu. That's a good which one, Which I looked too. it up and like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it totally is. <laughs> yep. Bird Witch. Bird Witch. All right. Our discussion question for this week. I like this one. I think we should okay. to keep this one. Um, what would you use to bind a demon from one of the other choirs? So like unrest, massage chair, tranquil music. <laughs> yeah. Foot just like soak. essential oils in a, in a, in a circle. <laughs> yeah. And you can pick a positive, I guess, or a negative binding. Um, so maybe like Legos on the floor for unrest. You step on them. Ah. Or like, mm. like bad, like bad, like screechy music that you can from like the neighbors, like two doors down. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I. Well, let's see what you have to, whatever you guys have to say. I'm kind of curious what you'll have to say about it. <laughs> um, Me too. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe, share it with your friends, and leave a rating and review. To support our podcast, go to patreon.com slash doofmedia. You can also check out our website at doofmedia.com to learn about all the cool shows on the Doof Network. If you'd like to support Wildbo as he continues to write fantastic stories, go to patreon.com slash Wildbo. You can follow the pod on Twitter at Pale Comparison or send us an email at paleincomparisonpod at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for our Reddit thread in r slash parahumans, where you can answer our discussion question and share your thoughts on this episode. In addition, if you would like to see all of my predictions laid out, 
check out our episode description for a link to a prediction tracker that we um, will update someday. I like, holy crap. When <laughs> was the last time we updated that? Probably like, like Arc 2 or some shit. Like, that's just sad. I know. Like, come on. They're, all these people keep checking this link out. And they're like, oh, I guess she just hasn't predicted anything. Okay. I'm on I'm on winter break and I will make it a thing that I'm gonna do it. <laughs> okay. So, um honestly though, you should probably write like some stuff under your bold and specific prediction for today so you don't forget about what your prediction was. Um but also just to say, if you guys I'm sure you've heard of Pale Reflections, but if you <laughs> haven't, or um, like if you've stumbled upon our podcast through some other means, um, or if you um, are just reading Pact and are listening to us but haven't gotten into Pale, you should really think about getting into Pale. It's still going strong, and Pale Reflections is a fantastic podcast um, to where they analyze uh, the story, and Ruben and Ella do a really good job. It's really fun to listen to, so you mm-hmm. should definitely go check them out. Yeah, especially for this last week, apparently um, Elliot was doing it alone and Ruben sent in some funny clips of himself saying some stuff. And some of those things might sound familiar. So you should go listen to it. <laughs> Woo! You should go listen to stuff. <laughs> yeah. Be pretty and sweet. And also, um, again, tell Matt and Scott to do Animal House, which you can do by becoming a patron of Doof Media and forcing them mm. to do it. <laughs> You can force them to watch stuff <laughs> mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. comment on it. All the power. <laughs> Man, I wish I had like our dad's evil laugh because he has like oh, the best evil laugh I've ever heard. Um, it's so awful. And- Here, wait, another surprise Disney story. Um, I'm afraid of everything. <laughs> and when I God, was I 18 or maybe I was 15. I don't know. They finally convinced That's me to go on Haunted difference. Mansion, um, which, you know, is not that big of a deal. And the first time you know there's this like creepy scary room and it stretches and there's like a hanged man in the ceiling at disneyland it's real fucked up um and dad was super nice and he's like oh yeah isn't that sort of funny and oh this is all fake and like oh don't you know this is gonna be kind of creepy it's fine don't look now and i was like okay i can do this and then we went on it again and right when the lights go off dad goes (laughs) except way better (laughs) And I screamed and started punching him. And he just laughed throughout the entire stretching room. And I was very mad. (laughs) Yeah, it was a really good, creepy (laughs) laugh, though. I mean, you know, it just made everybody else's ride better just Mm -hmm. from that. Because it's kind of perfect. All right. Our fun fact um, for this week, um, since it was just Christmas figured it was fitting to give a fact about candy canes so the world's largest candy cane was made by swiss pastry chef um elaine roby in 2012 and it measured reportedly 51 feet in length which is which is that in in the meters in the meters i'm gonna that's 15.5448 meters approximately which is a lot of meters a lot of feet and a lot of meters yeah, so, I wonder if it did it curve around. How thick was it? You know, those are all good questions that I don't have the answer to. Um, I probably could try to Google it, and I'm not going to right That's now fine. because it's, a mystery. it's almost eleven, and I need to go to work tomorrow. So mystery. <laughs> um, dun, dun, dun. it's a mystery, except that all it's not. My but life has been a mystery. 
Is that You've so? Been dead. <laughs> what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> okay, so uh, y'all should all Google Mystery by Hugh Laurie. It's real good. All right. I'll do that later. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somehow I feel like there should be a comment for this like demon thing and mystery and life being a mystery, but um, I'm getting too tired to make that connection. So you all can do that yourselves. Make the connection. <laughs> you know, I know. It's how lazy am I? You know, it's fine. I'm going to be like, you come up with the funny jokes for the podcast. You come, yeah, you guys do it. Okay. We do all this work trying to make stuff entertaining and I'm just tired. Okay. I'm tired and you can connect the dots yourself. Indeed. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway. I really, I thought that I was going to have enough energy to like end this with a Pokemon theme song, but I just don't. I just don't have it in me. So um i apologize for even saying that i was gonna do it and slightly like ruining your hopes and dreams of that because i'm gonna do it um maybe maybe in the new year you will hear (laughs) us sing the pokemon theme song speaking of theme song happy almost new year y'all happy almost new year um yeah uh, yeah i don't have it okay I'm, i need to stop i'm gonna i'm just keep blabbing okay all right okay bye goodbye people bye <laughs> can't even stop it where's my mouse <laughs> push there the stop is. button the stop recording <laughs>